This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Brothers, it's enough to make a hard rock smile. To this day, boo, no frontin'. Even when the skies were gray, you would rub me on my back and say, maybe it'll be okay. Now that's real to a brother like me, baby. Never ever give my cootie away and keep it tight. Aight. Man. Man. It's so hard listening to that song because there's 19 different versions on my Apple nigga. Music. My nigga. On the way here. And that's, and that's not the version. Yeah, yeah. You know what Man. I'm saying? It's, there's, there's, there's one that's... uh. B version. Hold on, hold on. Can I silence? <laughs> hold on, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> All right, we can keep going. <laughs> nah, nigga, I had to play like every version on Apple to figure out which one had words. Just mad instrumentals on there. All kinds of shit on there. But uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all know who the hell it is. It's y'all favorites. This Week in Culture, episode 121. I am your host, Antwood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. Mr. Two Pods a Week. And I got my dog with me, Jay. What up, dog? Uh, what up, dog? It's your man, Jay Johnson, um, Mr. Blue and the Black. Hey, man. And y'all already know what it is. When y'all see that blue and black, you know where you at. Hey, man, and uh, we want to welcome back all the listeners, all the supporters, everybody who rock with us, man. Thank you. Follow us on all the socials at This Week in Culture. Um, hit us up with your emails and your BlackBerry letters at thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. Thank you to everybody who's uh, currently posting in the threads right now. We got them both going. Um, the Lovecraft Country thread and the Power Book 2 thread both going in the Facebook page right now. If you don't already, go follow the Facebook page join in get in the conversation let us know all your theories all your thoughts on both of these shows whichever ones you watch hopefully you're watching both of them so you can keep up with the pod and uh yeah man another fucking week we back at it bro i totally forgot to uh go on facebook and look at the threads nigga over the weekend um i took off all notifications on my phone yeah and which has been good that shit feels great don't it because um like like no no like not even a badge yeah you know what yeah, i'm saying so yeah. i was actually able to get some work done today yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying i was editing today all no, day I, actually so i cannot do the notifications that shit stresses me out one i get anxiety from the number just being up there I, clear I, I have to clear it so off top that's a problem um i don't like when people dm me because i don't like the number up there I'll open the DM to clear the number. I'm not reading your DM. I don't care. Um, don't DM me. DM my girl. <laughs> Let her talk to you. <laughs> that's that's um, bad advice. Though. Yeah. Hey, no, 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 no. You go talk to her. Whatever her response is, is my response. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, man, I uh, I had a smooth weekend, dog. It was like you said, busy. I got to kick it with a couple of my guys yesterday, watch some football though, and try to chill out a little bit. But busy as hell, man. I'm gonna tell you what, HBO got to start releasing um Lovecraft early, like they did Labor Day weekend, dog. Because trying to cram all that one of these about to get pushed back because it's a lot of it's a lot of content. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. um, we we record these back to back. Yeah, y'all don't and understand. It's a little it's a little content. It's on, tight. It's or maybe tight. we'll come in here on Sunday and do, and do the power, power joint. Yeah, we might go flip that. Yeah, easier. power is power, and it's available Saturday, so yeah. we have all day Sunday to watch it and get caught up. But yeah, nigga, trying to get that Lovecraft content is like, nigga, we got how much, nigga? Like, and I still got to rewatch Power, so should be heavy. But um, we back, man. Episode one twenty one. We are here to review episode three of Power Book Two, Ghost. Um, hey, I like this episode, dog. I didn't dislike it. I don't know. It was something about this episode I didn't like. I, I don't like to read. I just can't. Nothing he says is believable to me. Nothing he does is believable. I just be sitting there like when he was giving that little speech to the uh, to the teacher in class when they was back and forth and about the book. It's, I think he don't enunciate. Yeah. I don't need Tariq to have monologues. Like I need his lines to be like one liners and then he get in and get out. Uh, I don't know. He, he do. He, he, he do kind of like. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's it, the it, way he delivered the long speeches. It's not one hundred percent clear, but yeah, I like this. episode. But this episode was cool. Um, we got a lot more of the Tejada family. We learned a lot more about what they got going on. Um, overall, like we always do at this time, let's start off rating this shit. How you feel about the episode? Huh? Hey man, I want to give it three and a half woods. Okay. I really was going to go Buffs. Okay. But, you know, like, Buffs just sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buffs is a new level, dog. You know, like, for, like I coming we, from the city, like, I can't just honor you with no Buffs. Nigga. You know what? I'm kind of glad that we gave this rating system yeah. because. Push it in perspective, don't it? Yeah, because, yeah. like, yo, do you need the Buffs off this one? Because we know, like, when we gave Lovecraft last two episodes, we didn't gave Buffs. Um, Shit, the one before last got four and a half buffs nigga we know what buffs mean dog to the city like you ain't just got real buffs on nigga. so but uh i really enjoyed this so i'm gonna go yeah, three and a half three and a half uh, woods three and a half woods. I, I give it three woods man i can't give it to half like i said to, for me Tariq brings every episode down which hurts because he's the lead character um but we got a lot more development i have officially like found my new favorite uh character on the show who's that it's tamika the lawyer she killed this episode to me dog she ate tasha ass up on that stand bro yeah, that was fucking awesome i enjoyed every minute of that tasha wig was moving nigga. it was good times um yeah i enjoyed the episode but three three woods for me um and we're gonna get into it man before we get into power though we got a few things to discuss uh, first things first, want to shout out Deion Sanders, um, officially announced as the head coach of Jackson State University football. HBCU. You know, they be having all them conversations about the four and five star athletes going to black colleges and, and going to um, all the HBCUs. And I'm like, yo, why don't we have all this like prominent former athlete talent who goes and gets into coaching? Start coaching at some of these universities and HBCUs, man. One that'll attract some of that big level talent because Deion Sanders ain't an HBCU student. Nigga went to Florida State, was all American there. But getting him to Jackson State, it's going to be a lot more football players who want to go to Jackson State now. So 
that's a big move, man. And I think that a lot of coaches, even when you think in basketball, you think of somebody like like Mark Jackson who can't get another NBA job to save his life. Damn, nigga. Sure it's a HBCU out here looking for a head coach, man. Wouldn't the, wouldn't the talent that really put together Clay and Steph and Draymond be a, a great coaching job? You know what I'm saying? Like, just shit to think about. But salute to Dion for that. Um, what else we got going on? Um, Dr. Dre's wife. What did he do to her? I don't know. But did you see the he, embezzling funds? He did something. Shit? He did something to her. I mean, I could probably venture a guess on what he did to her because a lot of other women saying he did the same shit to them. But whatever he did to her, he did 10 times worse for 10 times longer because she wasn't just out here trying to get all his money. She was stealing it just in case she didn't get it. Oh no, I didn't see that. Part. Oh, you ain't see the you ain't I, see I the check that, she wrote herself. I thought you were talking about. She said she has his name. Sh- yeah, like yeah, own and the owns chronic. the chronic. Like, hey, yo, chronic came out before I knew you. Let yeah. me tell you what you don't know. <laughs> like, fuck out of here. Is Doctor Dre and the chronic? Like, <laughs> nigga, that was five years before I met like, you. Like, fam, fuck out like here. you were not. No, no. And I guarantee you, at no point in our marriage did I ever sign either one of them to you, nigga. Like, you said he he hit you at the last minute with a prenup. So Damn. why would he like? Come on, just to stop it. Well, now um, she's being accused of writing fraudulent checks from uh, his. Hang on, from the primary business account for Dr. Dre and um, she gonna, Record One Recording Studio where he owns. So fucking around trying to be petty, you gonna get your dumb ass put in prison, fam. They have a picture of one of the checks she wrote herself. The shit was for like three hundred seventy three thousand. Four hundred and sixty-two dollars and eighteen cents. I was like, nigga, that number's so specific. I feel like she owed somebody that. Like, like you gonna fuck around and yeah. go to prison because you want to be petty? Yeah, yeah. Because now they like, digging in your shit, fam. What on a regular divorce? Yeah, in California, you about to get taken care of. You're doing too much. You getting half of whatever you want, but you can't just start dictating whatever you get. Like, come on, dog. Like you do it too. Kelly gonna give you everything. Like you said, on a regular divorce, you gonna get what you need. But come on, fam. Now you wilding. You, now they you, on to you. You're not about to run out of money. Uh, well, depending on how you spend. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> His attorney said that she actually drained the primary business account. For Dr. Dre, you about to get me sued? Like I got actual business endeavors, and it's not like a, it's not a L, it's not a sole proprietorship, fam. Like this money is for people's salaries, and like, uh, yeah, she might blow her own bag before she get it, man. Um, what else we got? I'm gonna be laughing. I'm gonna do a whole podcast called Ah. (laughs) We had the Emmys last night. You watch any of that shit? I did not. I didn't either, but we did have a few notable winners, so I want to get them shout outs. First and foremost to the young goddess, Zendaya. Zendaya took home the Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama. She is the second black woman to win that award. Um, The first was Viola Davis for How to Get Away with Murder back in 2015. And Zendaya is also... Say that one more time. What What was the award? Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series. Only two? Only two black women. In all of Emmy history, <laughs> Zendaya is the second. That's funny. And Zendaya is also the youngest woman to ever win it. That's um, funny. Yeah, man. We ain't never uh, had a. That's funny. Nah, she took it home for Euphoria. If you did not watch Euphoria, I don't know what the fuck you was doing last year because that shit was phenomenal. Um, season two coming in twenty twenty one because COVID. Uh, who else we got? Regina King, the other OG man. We got to do an appreciation episode on her one of these days. Um. She took home an Emmy for Watchmen for Outstanding Actress in a Limited Series or TV Movie. 
Speaking of Watchmen, the homie Yaya Abdul-Mateen II took home an outstanding supporting actor in a limited series. I I can appreciate him getting uh, Emmy. He ain't really have to do much as Dr. Manhattan, but fuck it. He won it, so we out here. I mean, that one episode was a great episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, it didn't, it didn't take any range. Yeah, I mean, hey, hey, he won that bitch. Um, and all of the all of the lines were kind of read like this. I am in a different time. Doctor Manhattan, he has no soul, nigga. No, no emotion is given, and none he says. But fuck it, y'all, y'all won. Salute to the god. Um, Tyler Perry took home an Emmy. Uh, he got the Governor's Award, and that is given out for how up. I wrote it down. The Governor's Award goes to do 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 do. Um, damn, maybe I didn't write it down. Oh, well, he wrote or won the governor's award. He gave a great speech. Go listen to that. I actually watched his speech like a half hour ago. Oh, that's what it is. Um, it's for philanthropic efforts in television. So I guess through Tyler Perry being the only nigga in Hollywood that never stopped during COVID, they was like, all right, get my nigga award. Oh, okay. All right. Shout out. Hey man. And then, um, Yuzo Aduba. Who nope. was also uh nah, you know her from Orange is the New Black. Crazy hair. I can't remember her fucking name on there. But she won something for outstanding supporting actress in a limited series or movie. Um, Mrs. America was the show she was on, and she played Shirley Chisholm. Not the Shirley Chisholm that Lena was talking about on the shy, but the actual Shirley Chisholm. Not that bad bitch that Lena mentioned. Uh what else? Oh, and then Dave Chappelle took three Emmys. Shout out to the guy. Well, for every every sitcom he dropped, me every uh, special he dropped last year, pretty much. And uh, in his speech, he said, "Boy, this comes as a complete surprise." I mean, I read all the reviews, and they said so many terrible things about me. They were embarrassed for me. They said I had lost my way, and I wasn't even worth watching. I hope all you critics learn from this. This is a teachable moment. Shut the fuck up forever. <laughs> Salute to that nigga, Dave, man. Uh, but yeah, he won one even amidst all the Michael Jackson controversy and the pedophilia. You remember that shit from his special when he was talking about the Michael Jackson documentary and shit and the yeah. pedophiles, the LGBTQ had got on him about some shit. So I personally didn't think he was going to like win, that but. shit only matters if you care about it. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently the voters didn't give a fuck because my nigga Dave won some shit. So salute to the homie, man. Oh, what else we got going on? I do got a little, it's a slight Blackberry letter, and then we got a couple voice notes to get to, one about the episode specifically, so we're going to jump to that. But I uh, seen this online and thought it was interesting. Before we get to it, y'all already know what time it is. When y'all hear that can crack, I mean, your man back. All right, said... How do you navigate having sex when there are older children in the home? Do you pretend as if you don't care if the kid's here? Do you try to wait until they fall asleep? Do you hide any signs that you're having sex? Do you lock the door and be quiet? Or does your sex life just start to dwindle? What do you do? Need help. I don't have any kids in the home, so I don't. I don't fucking know shit. You I know, don't, Jay and I don't have kids. I, I live by myself. You know, uh, this one of them times where us not having kids actually does matter. Um, I I don't know. Wait till they sleep. Try to be a little quiet. 
I mean, like, how old is old? Yeah, I don't, it don't specify. I feel like old enough to know you when they're fucking old. So I'm like, is that eight, like nine? I don't know when kids know about sex. But when you say I had older kids, do you be thinking about a talking about an eight year old? Eh. No, older kids. When it comes like, to sex, though, you might be. That's when I say thing. I got older kids, I'm thinking like high school kids. Like nigga, mom and dad, fuck. Like that's yeah. how you got here. Like we we passed the. I mean, I'm not I trying mean, to do it in front of you, yeah. but like nigga, your mom and your daddy love each other. I say do it like you would do having sex with anyone in the house. Yeah, Just try yeah. to be a little quiet. Try to be sneaky. Or, you know. Don't fuck in the middle of the living room. Like, just or, be cool. Hey, listen, man. I don't, I don't fucking know, man. I mean, I would assume that, like, when the kid's out the house, you can, you know, let your hair down a little bit. Mama yeah. can act like she really want to hack. I know your mama, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you call her mama. She called me daddy. You feel me? We got two different things going on. That's the other here. part, too. Like, it get tricky when the person you having sex with ain't the parent of your older kids. <laughs> oh, I don't even give a fuck. Well, that's the thing. As, <laughs> as the non-parent, <laughs> nigga don't give a fuck. Your but daddy, if your daddy was doing right, he would still be hey, here, nigga, sir. Mama <laughs> called him Clay. <laughs> I'm going to call him Clay. I mean, I guess you uh, just be respectful. Nigga, you know what I'm saying? Wait till niggas doze off. Um, but if it's like older kids, as in like adults over 18, Oh, y'all got to get the fuck oh, no, out. They shouldn't even, if you over 18, you're going to have to see uh, your mom. Tuesdays and Thursdays, don't, fuck come, days. don't come home. Yeah. Fuck? Nigga, hump day is really <laughs> hump day. Like, uh, why you ain't in school, nigga? You ain't got to college? You know what I'm Yo saying? Fault. Don't have me uh, being Ramsey, nigga. Yeah. Like, I was just try, I was trying to be a good nigga. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Hey, your mama. Teach some little niggas about guns and butter around this motherfucker. Like, shit. Shit, nigga. This is what you get for taking a gap year. Now you at home hearing me blow your mom back out. Nigga. Like, you're going to your auntie house for homeschooling. <laughs> okay. Imagine sending your 19 year old to their auntie house <laughs> to get homeschooled. Like, nigga, nigga, you ain't got no job. Like, shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Oh, Lock you'd be the like, door. You'd be like George and, um, what's her name? Oh, and Letty. And no, uh, Oh, uh, uh, G.I. Aphrodisiac. What's her name on the show? Uh, what's uh, love? Oh, you said George. Um, Hippolyta. 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 You know what I'm saying? He was like, shit, nigga, we're paraphrasing. Like, nigga, we ain't had sex in the daytime in so long. Forget that the kid out George ain't know what to do, (laughs) nigga. That nigga was hard as a motherfucker. And his mama, I mean, the kids was like, oh my God. And she went to her fucking room. You know what time it is? Yeah, D ain't want to see all that. No. D ain't want to see all that. Now, as a as a kid or as a child, I'm never trying to hear my parents have sex. Ever. Never. As an adult, I ain't trying to hear them. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, like, I'm cool. you know, keep that in mind. And, you yeah. know. I'm very cool on hearing my folks have sex. But um, you can leave. Also a fact. Also a fact. Shit, if you eight or nine, you still get the fuck out. Go walk to the store. Give me a fago or something. Yeah. Yeah, be right back. By the time you get there and get back, me and your mama done. Boom. Problem over. Oh, what else I got going on, man? Let's get to these voice notes. Uh, we got one from the homie about power, I believe. And did he send one about Lovecraft, too? Uh, yeah, I'm Yes, he there. did, man. Yes, he did. Appreciate the family. Uh, let me download this. While this is downloading, you haven't caught, like, your friends having sex, like, like y'all be at like a party or some shit, and you bust in on them. I don't think I have. I, no, I don't think so. I have, man. I didn't got caught like right after. Yeah. Well, so okay, so I caught my man and a girl after, 
and it stanked in there. Yeah. And I ain't really like that. That's gotcha. how I knew they fucked, but I ain't enjoy that that it smelled. I'm that looking at her there. different. Oh, I was looking at both of them different because, you know, neither looked the most savory in that light when yeah, I smelled but, that. But when you smell it, like. Yeah, well, I look at her first. Yeah. But then I look at him like, nigga, you've been yeah. in here a half hour with this. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to go up in there and you smell and you did you leave, nigga. You was in there. It's only so much y'all was doing. When when this is a question mm-hmm. and not a statement. Mm-hmm. If the sex don't smell good afterwards, is it always the woman for it? No, no. I feel like uh, niggas stank too. I done played sports. I done been in locker rooms. Niggas don't wash their ass like they need to, bro. Okay, yeah, okay. niggas be musty. It. Niggas, yeah. But you know, but the the the, the stank sex smells. Yeah, no, it's, it's distinct. Like, but like, even like, I remember being a little kid. Me and my cousin was playing hide and seek in my grandma's house, and it ain't that much room in my grandma's house. Rest in peace, my grandma. And nigga, at a certain point, I was like, "Yo, one of y'all smell like butt, nigga," because it just smelled <laughs> yeah, like butt, dog. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, "All right, we in this tight ass little room and shit, trying to hide, and it's only five spots to hide in." If you ain't clean, nigga. When y'all smell like boo-boo. Yeah, dog. Gotcha. So, yeah. No, nah, if if the room stank, it definitely isn't solely on the girl. Nigga. Gotcha. But also, don't need to know which one of them it is. <laughs> I just need them both to know we not cool no more. Y'all moving they as get a the unit. Y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all both tagged with that, nigga. All right. Let's see what the homie says. Shout out to, uh, to the homie Roberto. What's up, Jane? Is your boy Rob Silva. Can you imagine how great this show would have been, could be, had they not killed James? Had they not killed Jamie St. Patrick? Preach, Because imagine the scenes with him and Mary. Imagine him going up against the guy that plays Mary's uh, husband. That would be great, especially if if they could have had him lose to Tate and then just run the stuff and Mary Mary and Tejada, Lorenzo, be his main competition. Instead, we got this little boy trying to play like he's a gangster. And he's not even as good as our boy Fresh from Fresh. Anyway, shout out to the Ron Simmons and the Rock of the podcast world. Keep it up, fellas. I'll talk to you soon. My man, Silva, appreciate you, bro. I can uh, I can dig that. Um, That's a great point, man. Like, now... I am not against ghost dying, uh, cause I mean that it, I'm okay with it. Now, how they chose to go about it and wrap that up last season put yeah, us put a put horrible. a bad taste in our mouths. Pause them last six or whatever yeah, episodes. Yeah. Yep. Like they could have done it differently, but I'm not I'm not opposed to ghost dying. I'm you not opposed I'm to ghost having died, but I have two issues. One we've talked about at nauseum. I need to know what the fuck happened with Omari because this ain't so I wrote it in uh, in one of the threads today on Facebook. I said it's starting to feel like the way they going at Ghost in the script is starting to feel like the way they was going at Brandon on the shy. But like every week, though, like where now it's just like when well, Ghost got to be like he has to be the like. But y'all gave me six years of he the bad guy who you root for. And now you just killing them with the bag. Like the story Tasha gave on the stand about I had to put the gun in my maternity dress. Yeah. It's like, but like, come on, fam. Like, I, but she know, but she was lying though. But yeah. you got, but because the bad, the quote unquote, the dude is dead. I can blame everything on him. But that's so what I, I hate because it, it feels like every week, and and we've talked about it. 
they can't stop mentioning ghosts in any of these episodes because it's all built upon ghosts. But now it's like, yo, every week y'all killing this nigga. Like, can I get one week where it's just, yo, we focusing on Tasha? You can't, because Tasha is in jail because she killed ghosts or allegedly. Like yeah. all this stuff is built upon him, and he go. It's just like when a nigga die, and you can, you blame everything on the motherfucker because he's not there to, to to take care of himself. I mean, to defend himself. Like I'm cool with that part. Like if Ghost had to get out the, I mean, in order for this story to go on, because I don't, I didn't want this to be, okay, a new drug dealer pops up. Yeah. Ghost looks like he's down on a rope. Somehow he beats the new drug dealer. And then next season, another new drug dealer come out. Like it gotta yeah. be. Well, so that's kind of my other angle too, man. You kill Ghost. Okay, cool. One thing we know about drugs, you're either going to be in jail or you're going to die if you that big in the game. So, all right, Ghost dies, cool. Tariq as his replacement is just not, I'm not convinced. Through three episodes, I'm not convinced. And not direct replacement, but like, as far as holding the screen. So, to uh, to Rob Silva's point, um, man, thinking about like Ghost going up against Mary J's husband or whatever, who seems like he might be a boss crying i don't know what he do exactly but we learning more about their family so it's like dog like reek going outsmart this nigga come on man well, my issue well not issue is i guess we kind of forgot the name of this show is power mm-hmm. and it's really about it's not even about though uh james st patrick was the lead character it was not really about him so to speak it was about all these different people all vying for power mm-hmm. and like this last episode I thought this was a perfect power episode because so many different people were vying and, and yeah. stretching for power. And I'm cool that the story kind of moves away from specifically James. I don't know that it that it means that Tariq is going to be the one with all the power. Like, clearly the Mary J and them, they got a yeah. power dynamic going on. Ghost Jr., who Tariq, he yeah, got yeah. a little Like, everybody is going for power. Like, and I, that, So you know what? Like, the, the power struggle between characters i'm glad you brought that up because i think that's where my me not buying reek comes in like the power struggle between mary J and her husband evident and i like it because i want to see what because she already disobeyed him right from the beginning and he caught up to it the power struggle between her and her kids and what they want to do and how she sees things loved it the power struggle between uh tasha and her attorneys and then the attorneys and tamika and the whole uh U.S. District, like, I love it. And then it's like, when we got to the struggle between Reek and Mary J, trying to, like, get in with them, it seemed so unbelievable how she just changed and was like, she literally went from, nigga, no, my kids, my family can't be around this nigga, fuck out of here. Then that nigga showed her a hundred grand, however much is in the book bag. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, she was like, all right but you can't do it uh, rooming with Zeke. And it was just like, nigga, he ain't even convinced. And I'm just like, come on, dog. I can't keep I think, buying that this nigga falls into every situation. But you got to look at it different. I don't think that Reek won in that situation. I think she played Reek because when she got on the phone, he was like, no, this nigga is the leverage. Yeah. Like we using Reek to control Tasha. You know what I'm saying? Because you y'all, well, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, so I guess if you're looking on the surface, like, yo, this nigga reeked and finessed his way in there. Like, no, she let the nigga, like, yo, now we got leverage. But I guess that's my point, like, how quickly it happened. Like, you didn't go in there with a plan to use this nigga. You went in there still saying no. And then out of nowhere, you was just like, 
I and it seemed like yo, if they'd at least shown her like maybe considering what that might look like, and when she went down there and he proposed it, it just seemed it happened too fast, man. Like, but I, I get your point. I definitely don't think and she reeks trying, still in over his head, and he 100%. don't know it. Yet. He don't know it. Yet. And so is Mary J because she wants to break away from. Her husband. Her husband, yeah. And that's nigga, not going to work out smooth. You in there for life. Yeah. And you still trying to run shit like you out here. Yeah. And like, I kind of do want to do something differently. So, yeah. um, yeah. So, so it's going to be interesting. Let's get into the episode, man. So it opened up with, with us finally learning a little bit more about the Tejada family and what they do. Um, They sell drugs. We assume. Yeah, uh, we still don't know what they said. Yeah, yeah, we don't know exactly what they it is. They just picked up money. They picked up money in the beginning, and later Reek said, I need a supplier. Hopefully that turns out to be drugs, because otherwise, what the fuck are you going to sell? But it opened up with Kane and Drew riding around picking up money from various dealers of something. Nigga, They do something for y'all, and they turn in a percentage. Yeah. Um, How you feel about they dynamic, like Kane and Drew? They give me... They give me mad, like, Reek and Raina vibes, nigga. <laughs> like, one of y'all clearly wants to, like, know more. Well, they know what their parents is doing. They give me Tommy and Ghost vibes. I see that, too. Like, Kane is the, the Tommy, not the smartest one, but he's the muscle. And then Drew is the more cerebral thinker. See, I, I wanted to say that, but Drew also didn't. Because one thing we know about Ghost, yes, he thinks, but he'll still muscle you. Drew so far, and again, we only know. really saw him this one episode. But Drew was about to pull out. But was Kane he was, though? That nigga, look, that nigga that had shit, his hand on it. Soon as that shit went off, that nigga hit hand behind the back, and soon as he was going this way. He was like, "What's up?" Like Kane came in like right there. I but wanted it seemed to like see. his family know he won't. I wanted to see. I wanted to. See. I would have loved Let to him like get his shit off. if Kane would have gave him a minute, like because that was my thing too. Like Kane, nigga, she sent you to watch him. Cool. But see what he made of before you come protecting. And I get it. It's little bro, so whatever. But damn, nigga, he got his hand on the strappy. See if he going to pull it. And uh, that nigga threw my man's phone. Like He did throw that like, nigga and yeah. took the phone. Yeah. And took the phone. So he smart. I give you that on the ghost end of it. He's smart. But I'm still not sure if when all is said and done, if he'll really go to that muscle. But they was riding around. They was picking up shit. One of them niggas was short. Said he ain't have it. Nigga, yo. If you sell something illegal for a fucking family of mob family, gang family, and it's pickup day, and all you got is forty dollars, nigga. Fuck, I look like a Detroit. Sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dog. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. God damn it. So they rode around. They did their thing, man. Um, and we started to see a little bit more of the. I guess power dynamic between the two of them. Like you said, they got some ghost and Tommy in them. They got some reek and rain, a big brother. I just want to make sure you good, no matter what, and you protect it. I don't want to let nothing happen to you. Then with the third sibling, Diana, we see her in there texting reek. She back to crib. She texting reek. He asking, yo, can you set up like a convo or something with your mom? Like, I really want to meet her and thank her for what she did for my mother. Cause I asked y'all to help get my mom a plan B pill and y'all got her that and a phone. Can you just set some up between me and your mom and Diana tell that nigga reek? Like it ain't a good day, bro. Like this ain't the time. Cause they over there. No, I think it's the, it's, I think he was talking to, uh, Zeke first. 
And he asked to go to No, no, no. He asked Zeke later uh-huh. after Diana told him no. So in that first scene, um, the daughter was texting Reek, and then she's seeing the little GTG gang on social media. And that's when she was like, yo, these niggas is wild. And she showed Kane and Drew. They was ready to get to it. And then Mary J was like, I right, let me talk to y'all dad and figure out how we're going to handle the shit. Then that's when she told Reek, it ain't a good day. Like, we got some family shit going on, but... I, I holla at you type shit. Then, uh, how you, f- I ain't like this gang, them GTG. We're going to get to it a little later, but I, nah, they wasn't the gang. Dog. They seemed, and I mean, maybe that was intentional. They seemed just young and goofy, but they came off very unbelievable. I was like, eh. I see them niggas in New York, NYC, eh. on that same shit. Yeah, they felt real Takashi ish. What's so funny is, uh, it was some niggas just like that back in the day. This was mm-hmm. before, um, What's my man's name? Big black nigga. Uh, used to run with tax. James. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> damn, I can't. Uh, uh, ah, shit. You I, don't, just, I don't know what my, my brain. When you just said he used to be with tax. God damn it. Whoa, whoa. That nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that nigga. I'm, I'm so mad. I don't, <laughs> no, no, I no. I got songs I, in my phone for yeah. Um, But before he Casanova. was. Casanova. Casanova. There we go. Before he was a rapper, yeah. when he was just out there being big blood, it was a bunch of niggas. I remember this video like like I I, I, I wish I could find it, but mm-hmm. like it was a bunch of niggas like that mm-hmm. rap niggas whenever they was on their phone doing all that shit. Them niggas was over to the side like applying mad pressure. Yeah, he was like, yeah, y'all niggas is corny. He was like, he was applying mad pressure yeah. to them niggas, yeah. and that's what they be doing. He was yeah. like, you like you was you. It was a lot. It was a lot of pressure that was being applied. Yeah, and like yeah. these niggas do that shit. Just how local niggas here, they get off on some corny shit. Yeah. They don't do drugs, so to speak, but they do other things. The the attention is they drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. I, I wasn't really feeling they this don't game. They sell drugs. They sell they Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they we know what they do now. Yeah. Um so then we got one of my favorite scenes from Meth. This is probably the first scene where I was like, okay, now I'm buying in 100% to Meth as her attorney. We see Method Man in there talking to Tasha, and he telling her straight up, you got to quit fucking lying to me, dog. <laughs> like, I'm getting tired of you lying. You not finna keep embarrassing me, and I ain't going back in that courtroom till we know the truth. I like how he was talking to her, dog. Because low-key, it's two things I'm sick of. One, Tasha Braves. Tired of him. Can't deal with him. Two, I'm tired of fucking hearing her regurgitate these same bullshit stories because we know they bullshit because we watch. What I don't understand is like, why are you lying to the lawyers? Fam, these the niggas who know how to bend the truth, like, but you have to tell them the truth. So that I know what to stay away. Like, why are you lying to the lawyers? Fam, yo, bare minimum, tell me what we already could know. Like, tell me what's out there, what we could expect. It don't matter. You can tell them everything. They can't do anything with the information. Yeah, fucking uh, attorney-client privilege. But like, I don't... Why are you lying to the lawyers, though? Fam. And Meth, sick of it. His little chick, Paula, whatever her job is, she's sick of... Everybody's sick of Tasha shit, dog. So they in there, they telling her, yo, straight up, we got embarrassed in the judges' chambers last week with Sax, and then he brought in Blanca. Like, the shit was embarrassing. We ain't gonna keep doing the shit with you no more. So Tasha's rebuttal was, okay, well, how about this? Put me on the stand. That nigga Meth say, yo, lying ass? <laughs> Dog, I was crying. Because Tasha, no. You can't even act. I'm never putting you on the stand, bro. Like, you're done. That nigga said, absolutely not. 
But it 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 lent itself to an idea, nigga. A mock trial, which we gonna get to later, but I liked where he went with it. Cause then we got to see just how bad she'd look if she got up there and got on the stand. And you need to know how we view you. Nigga. And you need to know how jurors or potential jurors would view you too, nigga. And all twelve of them was like, nigga, fuck out of here. Um, what else happened? Then oh. Reek, like Jay said, he was late to class again. That's going to be the running thing. Where do you think they're going with that? I mean, going to be late for a drop or a pickup. They're just trying to build some suspense. So later on when it happens, it's like, yo, he got to make, he got to do this meeting with the, with the drug crime family and be back to take a test. Or he, he going to you know, take gonna the test. Be... He going to fail or some shit. Yeah. Um, so he late to class again, but at least this time he read the book, right? So he gets to his class, goes in there. The teacher calls him out because he walked in late. That's what happened when you walked in late. And they got to going at it. Nigga asked Reek about the book. At first, Reek gave a little bullshit answer like, yo, the nigga Socrates wasn't shit. And the teacher was like, yeah, your little remedial response lets me know you ain't built for this class. Then Reek tried to get in his bag a little bit. Like, no, I read the book. Let me tell you how I really feel. They back and forth for a little bit. And um, he said something. That initially I was like, oh, that relates to ghosts. But then it was so applicable to Reek. He said, some men believe their status grants them immunity from the rest of us. Like they're above the law. Men like that meet their end. I was like, oh, shit, that's ghost. And then I'm like, wait a minute, Reek, don't let it be you. Yeah, I like that whole little back and forth. Yeah. Because, um. One, when you're dealing with philosophy, um, just because you think that way and others have thought that way, it don't mean shit to me. Um, and you so fucking self-righteous that you think you're right all the time that when I come with a different um, opinion or thought, you looking down upon it. No, nigga, what I think is valuable. Yep. You know what yep. I'm saying? Just like when light-skinned Keisha last week was talking about her quote-unquote ghetto name. Yeah. You looking at that shit like it's, a, it's something negative. Like, no, fam, this a whole different... Like, man, we from two different worlds. And you look at some shit one way, I look at I it something it totally way. different. We looking at the same thing two different ways because we got two different vantage points. That's why I love that old boy failed or didn't give him the credit on that paper. I thought that was whack. I thought that shit was cool because you know what, nigga? No, write the argument you was given. Don't go right. Don't go back and write the bullshit that you think niggas want to hear. I love that, nigga. No, the assignment was to do what? Nigga, to answer the question he asked that nigga in school. And I, and I changed my mind. Because I I had fuck a, a I had a, a a discussion in class and clearly my professor was the other way. No nah, fuck that, nigga. Nah. You don't get to you don't get to arbitrarily like no. Nah, we're not gonna give you credit for this one. Nah, I like that shit. Fuck nah, Reed. Fuck that fuck shit. Reed. Fell nah, fuck that weak ass that weak ass counselor. Because you don't like me anyway. How you gonna tell me? First no. off, you can't control what I think and what I want to talk about. So he is officially uh, Professor James St. Patrick because he looked like go like out the corner of my eye not really paying attention to the episode, I thought he was ghost, like, out the corner. And I turned around like, what the fuck? Like, when I was watching this yeah. shit, I, I was thinking, like, if I was Rick, I would make a fuss about that. Like, no, 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 no. Don't tell me my, my shit ain't... Fuck, grade for whatever. Don't tell me I don't get no credit. Don't fucking fail me because you don't like the... You taking a, phil a philosophical approach on what, how I plan to do something. Like, you can't... Here's what I've never seen in my years of college. I've never seen a professor require a paper for his class but have another professor grade the paper i've seen them have like 
uh, student uh, little assistants and grad assistants. Nigga, how you got a whole nother professor grading your classwork? Nigga, I don't understand it. But I also thought that that should be some shit that students know about. Nigga, like, how the fuck? That I'm with Rico on. Like, nigga, wait, you ain't even grade my shit? The professor ain't even know the nigga had a non-complete on the motherfucker. That nigga's like, I read it, but I ain't. I don't, I'm, that's some nigga shit. I'm not. Nigga get said, the black man. He was do that. professors of my tenure. Don't we don't do that shit. Nigga, he turned real stern on that nigga. Like, mm, no, that sound like James. Uh, two, 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 two. Oh, Tasha and the other inmate. Man, let's talk about this because this one is starting getting a little meaty. Pause. Um. We see Tasha last week. She got the the plan B from Reek. He had that whole situation set up. It came from the Tejada nigga. Um, apparently, so is he in MCC? Cause how? How you in MCC? Like nigga, you supposed to already be sentenced somewhere. You can't that, be in I MCC. Think, my I think nigga. this a, this is one of them TV things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that one wasn't really written well, but um, we see Tasha. She goes up to old girl who asked for the plan B, who asked the guard for the plan B last week. Tasha dropped it on her tray, said, yo, oh, I think you dropped something. Hit her with the plan B. What you think Tasha's game is right now? Like the angle. I don't know what she's trying to befriend this chick. I don't get what she's trying to do. I don't know. Because I'm like, all right, clearly Tasha and that one guard got something going on. That guard don't like her for shit. That uh, female guard. Meredith. Yeah, 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 Meredith. Meredith don't fuck with Tasha at all, which I feel. I don't fuck with Tasha, so I'm with you, Meredith. We riding. But, um... I don't know what she think being friends with this one chick is going to help her she do. She asked her, like, nigga. Friend, like, oh, nigga, girl, we, like, nigga, we in MCC. Like, you here till trial. Yeah. But granted, um, some niggas be on trial. If you're trial. You can be trial, there for a while. You can be in, in, in county jail for yeah, <laughs> six, seven yeah. years. You, if depending It can on, happen, yeah. In New York, they'll probably send you to Rikers, but. Nevertheless, it could happen. They yeah. could keep you right in the fucking county in and you can stay there. So she talking to old girl. And while they talking, another one of the COs is staring at him. And he pulled his celly out and start taking pictures. So I'm like, oh, shit. Like, Tasha, what you into, nigga? This nigga on you. Found out he working with the Tejada nigga, um, Lorenzo. He went back there, show Lorenzo, yo, she got the pill, but she ain't take it. I think she gave it to another inmate. Granted, in a women's prison, I don't think that that's the most, like, unreasonable shit. Like, I wouldn't have... Well, she was... She, Tasha brand new on the scene. Yeah. So, we wasn't sure if you got pregnant beforehand and went in there and didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Or, like... It it looked weird. I, I get why it's something of note. But I wouldn't have looked at that and been like, who the fuck is this bitch? She wouldn't... She didn't even take the pill. Like, that's how Lorenzo said it. I'm like, nigga... I mean, that's a lot. I mean, shit, in a women's prison, I would think a plan B might be currency around that motherfucker. Yeah, well, I think she's saying is like for you, for your son to go through to all reach that, out yeah. for something for you, and it's not even for you, mm-hmm. it's actually for you to talk to somebody else. What do you need to talk to that? Like the question that you're asking is like, yo, and then it's to the point where it's like, who was watching who? Yeah, was she yeah, watching yeah, Tasha yeah. or was she watching the other inmate? Mm, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. who who was you keeping an eye on? Yeah, and, and you peep Meredith came to talk to him, and the nigga was yeah, yeah. So it was like, all right, clearly he ain't working. He with a Tahada nigga. He ain't Meredith. Probably don't even know is COs in there working with this nigga for yeah. real, for real. So, um, hold up, do do do. Oh yeah, but uh, nevertheless, 
now we know one we got the confirmation that lorenzo sent all the shit over to her to appeal in the phone two now we know he kind of watching her and he got a guard on her i, I want to know what you do with like you got i gave you a phone I you a pill. What you about to do? What you doing? Shit? What you doing? And like you said, and I don't know nothing. why your son involved. And we know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you Tasha St. Patrick. So like, Dog. we gotta, we need to know because you may got connections and we know who your husband was. So I do need to know what you're doing because what if you, what if you really hit the queen pen? I'm not, I'm not gonna make the promise, but I swear one of these days. I'm going to have to do the research and see if on any of Power Seasons 1 through 6, they mention the Tejada family. That name is familiar. And it sounds familiar, but I'm like, they said so many Hispanic names. I could be hearing what I want to hear, but it just, it does feel familiar. You write about that. And then I'm like, Lorenzo Tejada. For him to be a player in Queens, like the family is in Queens. Uh, and I'm just like. But it depends on what they're selling. Yeah, true. Because Reek was looking for a supplier for pills. For pills. That's that, wasn't, that wasn't that wasn't James and them. That well, wasn't ghost shit. That it, was Tommy shit. That was Tommy shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. But that don't. That's when, not. Uh, Serbians got involved in shit. Yeah. yeah. But like, Tommy wasn't the man that you go to for pills. He mm-hmm. was. That was some side shit when yeah. Ghost didn't have a connect for the for the yeah. coat. Yeah. I just wanna. I wanna know. I wanna know if they previously said that. I might do that research for y'all one day. Um, so then Mary J called Lorenzo Monet. That's her name on here. She called Lorenzo. She told him, yo, them young boys them GTG gang niggas. I hate their name, but them niggas is kind of wild. They on their social media. They on the phone. They making it hot. We got to cut ties with them, dog, before one of them get caught and they start dropping our name. And nigga Lorenzo like, yeah, sorry, dog, but his dad took a bullet for me. Like, I can't. Politics, nigga. That's the, that's rule, literally the streets. Rule the streets, nigga. He he he's safe. He good. He he's a made man. Pops took his a bullet for me. I owe him my life, nigga. So you know what? He want me to put his son on. His son on. What if you anything, want? I'll talk to his pops. Pops will talk to you. You don't got to. You don't. Mary J, you not calling the shots. You don't know how this shit work. Like in so, prison, you got to beef with another person. You can't just walk up to him and fight him if he connected. You got to go find out how they how they do their rules. Yeah. Like, yo, he a part of such and such. Can I fight this nigga? Okay, y'all about to set up a one-on-one somewhere. You can't just go. You, that's a good way to get killed. Facts. And, you, yeah, you can't just cut my son off and I saved your life. Because now I got to end your life. Man. That's how that works. This episode, more than the previous two, Mary J looked like Tasha to me. She felt like Tasha. Like, she was. you remember them episodes, them seasons, like the second half of Power after Tasha this felt like. This was also her worst acting episode. Facts. Um, cause they gave her too many lines, which I warned about episode one when we reviewed, like, all right, long as you got to keep Mary and Tariq in the same pocket, like two or three lines and then get them out of there. But where she felt like Tasha, it felt like you trying to run shit and you don't really know what the fuck you involved in for real. Like you remember when Tasha would try to like call shots and, uh, and it's like, fam, you, you launder money and you good at it. But don't think you a drug boss out here. Like, it's different out here. That nigga Lorenzo was telling Mary J, like, yo, I feel you. You my wife. I love you. You got my kids. All that good shit. But stay in your place, dog. Because you you talking a little crazy right now, nigga. You talking about who we cutting off supply to and all that. Like, it don't work like that, fam. And she looked real stupid. But then she got in her Tasha bag on some, well, now I'm going to start going behind this nigga's back. And that whole little premise of you look at the niggas online, they're gonna tell on us soon. That's a whole like, eh, 
fam, they young niggas who sell something and they get money. I mean, what that whole premise is like, yo, at some point, everybody going to tell on you. Fam. If, like, nigga, I get it. Zeke like, going to get y'all caught. Zeke online. Zeke got a million followers, nigga. Like, I, eh, it don't fucking matter, dog. Uh, Tariq was looking kind of thirsty this whole episode trying to get the meeting with Monet. He first he went to Zeke. So this was, like, was that scene, yeah. Yo, can I um y'all still doing this? I still do dinner? Yeah, like nigga, yes, we still do our family tradition that I told you about. Like why? Oh man, I just wanted to see if um if I could roll with you so I could thank her for uh helping me out. Oh, you say you want to ask her a question. Like, mm-hmm. fuck you wanna ask her. I wanna Oh ask yeah, because Zeke don't know about the pill and shit. He would say, I wanna ask her if I can date if Diana. If I can date Diana. Like, Nick, no. And the nigga Zeke kept it real with him. Like, nigga, Monet don't let Diana date. Like, fuck is you talking about? And we not fucking with you. I fuck with you. Yeah. But she not fucking with you. He said, Monet wants no. me to keep family away from school, nigga. And that nigga Reek was like, and I'm oh, school. school meaning me, nigga. Like, yes. Yes, nigga. <laughs> yes, nigga. Like, get your punk ass out of here, dog. Then, uh, lead, yeah, this wasn't the my favorite scene it was the beginning of what led to my favorite scene they come get tasha it's the meredith chick they come snatch her out her cell tell her she got a fucking last minute court court hearing tasha caught off guard like wait what you mean last minute like i'm not prepared for court like do my lawyer know so i'm thinking because we ain't know what the fuck was going on so i'm like oh shit meredith must have found out she gave old girl a pill she about to whoop tasha ass in the back or some shit I couldn't wait. Nigga, I had popped some popcorn. I was ready. Come to find out she actually did have a court hearing. Nigga, <laughs> like, she met up with uh, Paula, Mary, Method Man's assistant lady attorney. She met up with her. She telling her, like, yo, I can't go to court looking like this. Like, I got on my jail oranges. Got my hair braided. Like, I look foolish, nigga. And Paula's like, oh, don't worry. We're going to make you a star, nigga. All right, this is why I, I didn't need any of this. I started texting a couple of my uh, female friends because I were in jail. No, okay. I wanted to know because you know they gave Tasha fake hair, yeah, uh, fake eyelashes, yeah, makeup on her face, mm-hmm. lipstick. Mm-hmm. Then if you throw in like some fake nails and like push up bras and a whole bunch of stuff. I be thinking like, yo, do people who do that shit like every single women? Because they know they're women that do that every single day. Yeah. Do you think something be kind of like wrong with them? Uh, I think there's a level of insecurity there. Like if yeah. every like if you gotta wake like, up and do that day like that full routine every single every day, day. not so, like I'm going out I want to look nice yeah, and shit yeah. like that. We'll do yeah, whatever, but yeah. like every single day. No, like if you do that to run the CVS. Nigga, I be like, shit. it's an issue. Honestly, I felt like that with a lot of this quarantine shit. Like, it's been a lot of motherfuckers, specifically at the beginning, back when we didn't know what was happening. COVID was killing a million niggas a day. Niggas out there trying to get their hair. Did. Motherfuckers was trying to get their hair did at people. How it was like, yo, you can't just kind of rest in your own physical laurels for a minute, nigga. Like chill bro like you could relax for a few weeks till we figure out if you're gonna die because they made tasha look like another person yeah and i'm thinking like they damn near, they had her looking like tamika <laughs> and like i know people who do this every single day yeah like it's a process every single day to make yourself 
what is quote unquote presented. Yeah. Now I don't know if it's something wrong with you or something wrong with society that would make you feel that you have to be this way, but that got me thinking on some other shit. And I, I, that 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 sparked like a bunch of different conversations. So I do think that it's a level of insecurity there, but I do also think to your point, society makes women specifically feel like they have to look a certain way before they come out into the world. Do you think that's doing other, whatever? You think that's other men or other women? Other women. I've said it a million times. All the shit that women do, like when they go to the the eyelashes and the hair and the makeup and all, that's all for other women. Men don't really care. So how do you feel when when those conversations are like is men who? Yeah, they'll the base reason, all that because we like pictures on socials. All, all the reason the reason why people do this is because because y'all like men social. are to blame for everything, bro. Yet and still, like I don't know how many times a nigga would tell you like I really. Fam, I, really I can say up. I don't. <laughs> fam, since ni- I was born in '84, Drake since, sung it to you, bro. <laughs> nigga, Kendrick got fucking killed for saying. He said, "I like to see." Stre- I like natural hair, stretch marks, and natural bodies. And they said this nigga trying to police women. I'm like, no, nigga. It was a. It was like he, nigga, said, he said you don't have to do that. It was bro. an analogy and a metaphor for real. Fam. Like he didn't say like this. Is what you had to do, yeah, like. Nigga, I don't. He didn't say, "Yo, you need a stretch mark to get some dick." No, he was like, "Yo, if you got it, you can still get some dick." Nigga like said, I'm, I'm cool. tired of the Photoshop. Show me, give me. The, you ain't got to Photoshop that shit, man. Filters, filter. No, so I do. I have blamed society, but I definitely think that when women do it, it's to look good for other women. Because men, myself, again, I was born in '84. I've been saying since '82 <laughs> that I don't like makeup. <laughs> yeah, if you do it. I like if you're gonna put on makeup, in my opinion, me, I'm a man, my opinion don't mean shit. I know that. But I like natural makeup that still leaves like your normal looking face there. Like you ain't gotta contour your nose and now your nose look pointy. No, nigga, I like your regular nose, nigga. But this shit cool. goes online showing people how to contour their chest to make it look like that. What that mean? Like they got pecs? No, to make it look like they got breasts. They contouring cleavage. Yeah, get the fuck. Essentially, out of here. they made a shadow where the cleavage would be. Oh my like, god! Like this, not an actual cleavage. It's a shadow, but it looked like cleavage. Uh, I'm like, yo, this a lot. I remember my man. He had posted a video. All a long niggas do is grow ago. beards. Only thing niggas do is grow beard, throw a hat on, and put some yays. Nigga, I seen a video <laughs> the other day. Um, you know they got the uh, like the hair pieces for men and shit. You can get yeah. your shit faded out. Even yeah. if you bald, you come out I, that bitch. I enjoy face. watching that shit on YouTube. Because it's magic. But I saw one posted on like Shade Room or something the other day, Ball Alert, one of them. And all the comments were from women like, yo, I bet not ever hear men say nothing about a weave again. And I'm like, because one nigga got a hair piece. When everybody comment might have a weave, nigga, but this one nigga in the video got a hair piece. Come Let on, the nigga bro. nigga get his hair piece off. Fam, now y'all policing us. Now Come if, on, dog. Now if he got a hair piece and then he put my foundation on and then he put eyeliner on and Man. then he got his eyelashes done and then his eyebrows done and then he wore shoes that made him seem like he was two and a half feet more taller than he really nigga. was. Like, Let me ask you a personal question, Jay, about shit you've seen from your vantage point. Yeah. Have you ever noticed the eyelash? No. Nigga. Never in Nigga, my entire life. I didn't know the difference between lashes and brows till like six months ago. Nigga. Never in my entire life have I been like, yo, bam, she cold as hell. But if she would just had some different lashes, yeah, I would have talked to her. Yeah, oh my god, 
If it wasn't for those lashes. <laughs> it wasn't for those pesky lashes, dog. <laughs> dog. So, no, nah, the only time side real note, life. Side note, ladies. <laughs> we drinking, okay? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> and, and, nigga, we venting right now. Let us get our shit off, man. <laughs> ladies, we love y'all. Baby, I love you. Um, But fuck that, nigga. I don't care about that. La- like, I j- it's certain shit that I'm like, that's not for me. Like, nigga, I was in a... I mean, it looked good when you dialed no, up. And here's the thing, but I, you look great when you dialed up. I but I also did, thought you looked great before. I, did, I just didn't know yeah. before. I didn't know. I thought you looked great when you got out the shower. I ain't need you to look greater. Like, come on, nigga. You could have came over how you was. Tasha, now now yeah. we an hour late. Yeah. All Tasha to late say, to mock court. All that to say, like, Tasha was a whole new person. And I also thought, now granted, I don't know if they do this in real I know mock trials happen in real life, but I've never seen a mock trial where they'll do all of this pre-mock trial. I've been in one. Where they made motherfuckers up, though? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like I was in a jury. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying for the uh, plaintiff or yeah. the defendant, I mean. Because getting her completely made up to the teeth. Yeah, because suit and everything. Because yeah. we 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 really need to know how if you in this particular appearance, what a normal jury what would the jury think. would say. Because yeah. if you come in that bitch in your jail in your jail oranges or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they got an unfavorable opinion, you can be like, well, maybe it's because she looked like a criminal. Yeah, but, but if she's playing the the I'm a victim and she looks like a woman, it's different. We need that. But I've, okay. I've definitely been in a mock trial, and I was in a plane. I mean, I was uh, in a jury, and they had real the, everything was real. So they got her together. They took her out of her uh, jail oranges. They put her in a nice navy suit, threw the wig on her, the stocking cap, the whole nine. She got good on there. And then uh, they had her take the stand, man. And then, well, first she went out there and learned she was in a mock trial because she still ain't know what was going on. That nigga Meth told her, like, fucking relax, nigga. Like, you got a mock jury. You in a mock trial. This a mock judge. We trying to figure out if you would actually fucking get on the stand and look believable because right now in my opinion you a motherfucking liar so let's get you up there ask you these simple questions and we're gonna do the thing so he got her up there she went into that bag she was he asked her like when did you first know that james was involved in some shit and she like oh well i was seven months pregnant with our twins Raina and Tariq, and we got pulled over and james had a gun on him and he asked me to hide it in my maternity dress. And she tried to cry. And she, I don't like when Tasha get emotional. Like, it's Naturi got to work on that. But, um. Well, I think they try to make it look. They. So, in real life. Yeah. I think they told her to overdo it. Because, you know, they made her seem extra confident. You know, that little look. Yeah. She, like, yeah. Mm. she did so, do that smirk. Yeah. yeah. So, you, I mean, that's for us, the viewers, to know. Yeah. But, like, we knew, like, oh, so she about to get killed. So she was making it like, yo, like this nigga James controlled everything. I controlled nothing. Like, and uh, Meth even asked her, like, yo, you know, your name was on a lot of the the books where money was being laundered and all that. And she was like, well, I had the accounting degree, you know, and James told me that this is what I was going to do. So what was I supposed to do? nigga? Like she tried to do some. She did the Tasha smirk, thought she got off and it was like, OK, cool. But then. She ain't realized she had to get back up on that stand, dog. And uh, when she got back up there, it ain't go good, nigga. Because they brought in the big dog. They brought in Tamika to do the cross-examination. I'd have ate Tamika ass up on that stand, though. A lot of that shit she was saying could be debunked. And debunked, so, like, once Tamika goes up, 
then Davis gets the chance to go back up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I could have pulled, I could have yeah. pulled that shit back. But but she was also so thrown by Tamika. Him going back up there wouldn't have swayed the jury none. That's I, not how visibly fucked up Tasha but, was. But it wasn't me. Uh, uh. No, Tamika towed that ass up. She was like, yo, so you laundered all ghost drug money, right? And Tasha like, yeah, but I, I didn't have a choice. And she like, so, okay. Um, you saying you afraid of this nigga ghost, but when he was on trial for murder, you fucked his lawyer. And she like, no, I fell in love with Terry Silver. Come on, Tasha. This is still, I hope they keep exploring this because Tamika was like, all right, well, let's talk about it then since you was in love with the nigga. She say, um, you fell in love with him, but when the cops, when the FBI came by and asked uh, where he was, you led them right to his body. And she like, yeah, because I knew my husband. It, I, I just, I, I did a guess. And she like, or you called the shot. Like, you called Tommy shooting Angela Valdez. You called ghost killing. They was like, you led Terry Silver to that garage. But like, who said Tommy killed Angela Valdez? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, you introducing shit that that that's not a fact. Man. So not so. What are you testifying? Um, what what's her name? Well, that's not known. It's not known because it is a fact. Well, I'm but saying it ain't out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like who? The police yeah. don't know that. Yeah. No they one like, has been convicted of that. Like so. Are, not oh, are you introducing testimony now? You like, the fucking you the lawyer. You can't introduce testimony. That is because that'd have been an objection. Yeah, I, I, objection. But Tasha not telling the truth to nobody. Meth and them still don't know half this case, nigga. It ain't. They ain't nobody got arrested for that. That's what meth. Like. Objection, Your Honor. Badger and the witness leading the witness. Yeah. Like, is she testifying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But hey, so they was like, so they me, wanted her to get her ass whooped. The whole portion, the whole purpose of it was to get your ass whooped. And here's the thing, man, with that Terry Silver murder specifically. We still never really got clarity on how Tasha didn't know where Silver was for 80 episodes. And all of a sudden, when she got pressed, she knew exactly where the body was. Why, well, who, who didn't know that there was another building where he used to park at? My nigga. During the time frame that, like, come on, dog. And you mean to tell me I did like the way Tamika presented it. Like, yo, you told Silver to meet you at that garage. You fucked that nigga in the parking lot and made him wait there till... Apparently, James came there to kill him, nigga. Tasha, we never really was clear on how much you might have had to do with this. Because at the end of the day, Terry was still knowledgeable of what you and Ghost was into. And yeah, he loved you and was trying to get you off. But he was also an attorney, nigga. And if that nigga got pressed enough, he was going to tell the truth. So did Tasha make sure Ghost killed this nigga? I don't know, nigga. Because she acted like she ain't know Terry was dead for a long fucking time till she got pressed. So... Tasha, we back on your ass. But um, no, nah, man, Tamika got up there. She did her fucking job. And Method Man said we brought her in because she worked on this case. So she knows as much as sex. But then Tamika told him after the little mock trial, because the verdict came back, all 12 jurors said they would have found Tasha guilty. Loved it. Um, But Tamika came back and was like, yo, sex worked on this case long before I even got to the fucking uh, district attorney's office. So y'all probably want to prep because... He gonna eat her ass up. Yeah, that nigga's a. First off, when did this nigga become a lawyer? Sax. Yeah, Sax been a lawyer. I thought he was the FBI nigga though. No, no, no. That was um. I know he's a U.S. Angie. attorney. No, no, no. That was Angie dude. He was the only one that wasn't an attorney. Uh, Greg. Greg was the cop, but Greg and uh. This nigga showed up to with badges and guns though. 
like like sex. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like he 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 was going on like the Angie had a badge and gun and shit though. Like I guess they could pull it when you work for the government. I guess well, didn't Angie used to work for the? She was a you. Oh no, no, she was the attorney. Because Greg was the only one that wasn't a lawyer. Like Greg was like a rescue nigga. But nah, that nigga Sax is uh. When Tamika said that, I was like, yeah, Sax probably know a little bit more. Because Sax also know a lot of the dirt. Too nigga, like they like, got a lot away with a lot of shit. Tasha, just tell your lawyers that Sax was there the night of the shooting. Yeah, fam, it, we could have ended it three episodes ago. I'm like, Your Honor, I would like to call uh, Cooper Sax to the stand, nigga. Uh, where were you the night of such and such and such and such? And so, Meth asked Tamika, he was like, Yo, if Sax know more than us and know more than you, we in trouble. So how about you join the team? Nigga, help us. And he was like, you know Tasha wasn't a queen pin. And Tamika said, I know. And he was like, so help her. You don't want to see another black woman go to prison. And Tamika was like, mm, yeah, no, I'm good, bro. And that nigga Meth was like, so why was you representing Cooper Sacks? Like, we, my, Paula pulled the files and saw that you had uh, signed on to be this nigga's attorney for something. So what happened? It got dropped. So we don't know. But what was that about, nigga? Like, the fucking new U.S. attorney was on his way to fucking... He, he needed a lawyer? He needed a lawyer for something? A couple of days Like, weeks he... ago, nigga? Before the promotion? And Tamika was like... First, I thought she was going to bite. But then she stuck to her ground. She was like, yo, it's attorney-client privilege. It don't fucking matter. Y'all niggas have a good day. Send my check. I liked it, dog. Now you don't want to be the fucking... You was on a fucking case two weeks ago. But Not the, even last week, shit. Yeah, you literally were Tasha's attorney, but um, Paula, I like her energy. She keeps telling Meth, "Dog, drop this case, bro." Like Tasha not winning, but the more they say that, Tasha gonna win. Like you already know, it's coming. I don't, I don't know how they gonna get there. It's gonna be wild, unbelievable, so, but it's gonna happen. But whether he, whether Tasha wins or not, is regardless of the fact that this is just giving Davis more and more attention. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Once he in there battling back and forth with uh, Cooper Sacks and U.S. Attorney, like when this goes to, I was able to get this motion and this and this and this. Then I just need my name in, on the TV for a few times. And Reek told him that this will be the biggest case of your fucking life, nigga. You get my mom off, like you will never have more exposure than this. So you a well respected attorney whose stock is about to go up. You care about money and fame, Christopher Darden. Uh, he didn't win again in the OJ trial, but that motherfucking name was became out there. Wasn't famous, it? <laughs> yeah, he became fucking famous. Christopher Darden got so famous, nigga, he took the Nipsey case and dropped it because it was like, yeah, I'm gonna take this, get my name out there, nigga. Name start bubbling, then it was like he didn't. I don't think he realized how um who Nipsey was. Yeah, and the, the love, and how important, and that, how much, yeah. how much feedback he got. Like this, not and it. even his own daughter came out and said that nigga, you wallin'. No, that, this like, not it. Dad, you wallin'. Don't represent this other nigga. Like you're wallin' right now, bro. Funny, um, how, funny how that just went away. Man, man, I saw something about this was back in June. I saw something about dogs case that got pushed back to August, and then. I never heard nothing in August, nigga. And now they here we are blaming, about to be in just, September. They blame that shit on COVID. Yeah, <sighs> COVID. I'm blaming everything on COVID, nigga. I'm doing the same shit. Um, let's talk about Reek for a minute, man. Reek trying to get this pill business off. He still need money because that's the other part with uh Method Man Davis. Reek still has to pay this nigga. 
And right now you short 450 grand. <laughs> like I told you I needed half a mil. You handed me 50 grand, which was a placeholder. The only reason Davis sticking with it is because of the fame. His assistant want to drop the shit. Tamika telling that nigga to drop the shit. Everybody on the jury told the nigga, fam, your, your girl ain't winning this case. So Davis need his money and Reek got to fucking earn it up. But he get with his nigga Braden, the white dude, who we still don't know how he's in college. He get with Braden and they start trying to figure out their scheme. And they like, yo, all these fucking kids on campus, if we can get a pill supply, we'll be the man out here. So Braden went and got a prescription. Went to the doctor, did probably some little, um, I got anxiety shit. They gave him a prescription for some pills. And now they about to take the nigga script and go to all the pharmacies and shit. All the mom and pop joints, try to get some pills so they could sell them at this party. The main nigga that sells the drugs on the campus, the local college drug dealer, they like, yo, we got to keep this nigga occupied so he don't come to the party and get his drugs off. What do they do? You guessed it. They send Epiphany to his apartment. Yo, I ain't know Epiphany had a little wagon back Epiphany there. Epiphany was a little strapped. Um, she'd have had to take that wig off of me, though. Yeah. Because that yellow wig wasn't getting you in the house. I man. thought they was about to come in and beat the nigga up or something. I thought they was going to get on some real grimy shit when, like, use her to get the door open. Yeah. And then bust in there. And I was like, oh, I'm ready for Reek to get on his gully shit. No, nah, it didn't happen. They sent Epiphany in there. She pretended that she was a stripper there for his birthday. She handcuffed the nigga. Some completely unbelievable shit, but... Whatever. That nigga Reek texted her and said, keep that nigga there until we text you and say we done. So they kept him there and they went to the party. They sold all the fucking dope. I'm not buying him and Brayden selling dope right now. Specifically Brayden. I don't know. He rubs me as not that smart. Like, I feel like he going to get them caught. It's something about him that I just don't. It don't give me like he's selling the drugs, dog. Like, here's where I wish if they was going to bring that Effie chick back. She seemed at least a little like craftier, nigga. Like, and we knew she was selling dope for somebody back well, at Choke. I I get the impression that white boy is pretty smart. Uh, I think you know what the I think you know what time it is. How he handled the police. How he understood. Like, I think he, he definitely know knows his family's influence at that college. Yeah, I think, and he, that's gonna be useful. But yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't buy him helping Reek sell this much. They selling pills. This is white folks too. Yeah. And college campuses. Like, that's like, now, if he was selling coke, yeah. if y'all trying to tell me he was selling weed, well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. pounds of weed or some shit, but like selling pills, I 100% see uh, uh, a rich white kid selling pills to other rich white kids. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just the actor. I don't know. He he come off so goofy to me that it's kind of like, eh. no, no, why they want to sell drugs when they're already rich is beyond me. Because I'm like, Rick, nigga, ask this nigga Brayden for y'all a fucking got, loan. Like, y'all got daddy issues. That's really what it boils down to be. I mean, that's that old school uh, Southfield shit. You remember when Southfield niggas used to just want to be, like, tough and kill niggas and shoot and be in gangs. And it was like, nigga, y'all grew up in, like, a house. You got a house, nigga. We ain't got no house. But, nevertheless, them niggas selling fucking dope. They got a bag. I don't know how much it, they made, but it looked like Rick had made a lot of little fucking money. I thought the shit was going to uh, Method Man, that, like, because right now I feel like he need to be handing Meth a bag every week just to keep his mom on retainer, but apparently that's no longer the goal because he ain't handing Meth shit. Um, what else we had going on? Oh, back to the Tejada shit. So Mary J told the dad Lorenzo, she said, "Yo." These little GTG niggas is wilding on the internet. Lorenzo said, 
send Drew over there. What do you think you what GTG stand for? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I was ready to say got the draws, <laughs> but you know, GTG. Um, get the guap. Uh, get the guap could be a thing. Cause then um, they call that nigga something guap. Like Guapo or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh it could be get the guap. It get could the guap be, gang. Guap. Uh yeah. Uh-huh. Guap to how the gang. I don't know, nigga. Uh I'm probably the get the guap boys. Yeah. Yeah. I get the guap gang. All of that. I'm with it. We GTG. I don't want to be GTG. I don't, I don't what like that does G T D stand for? <laughs> Got the draws, dog. Got the guap, dog. Got the guap. <laughs> um so the nigga Lorenzo was like, yo, send Drew through there. Let him go talk to the to the GTG niggas and handle it. And Mary J was like, Drew ain't ready for all that. Like, let me send Kane. That nigga said, fam, what the fuck I just tell you? Send Drew. He got to learn, nigga. He can't just be the. He got to learn because he's going to take this shit over one day. Yeah. And he told her, Kane is too hot-headed. And Diana ain't made for this. This ain't Diana game to play. So send Drew. Cause he the only smart, level-headed one. Smart. He like a like yo. He's smart. He'll pull a. He'll let that. Well, you don't know. He'll let the strap off if he need to. Is what I think. What his pop saying? His pops yeah. know his son. Well, you been you been in there. You ain't living with them. You don't know what's going on out here. And that nigga said, "Fam, if I have to tell you one more time, it's gonna be an issue." Send the nigga Drew. So that's what she did. She told the nigga Drew, "Yo, go down there, go handle it." Soon as Drew left, she told Kane, "Keep an eye on your brother." But don't let them know you there. Just make sure don't nothing happen to him. Nigga Drew went down there to the GTG party, warehouse party club. As soon as he walked in, you could tell Dog didn't respect him. Like, he was kind of sunning him a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, Drew, uh, fuck you doing here, nigga? Yo, man, seen the uh, video online. It's just want to tell y'all, y'all one of our top suppliers. Like, we really appreciate y'all. top y'all. performers, y'all top yeah, earners. y'all, y'all top hated. earners. We, oh, shit, now he happy. And oh. Yeah, and then he was, but then he kind of put two and two together. He was like, yo, man, like, Monet don't really like us. So now y'all coming down here giving us attaboys and shit? Like, okay, I guess. Like, I see it. And then that nigga was like, yo, Drew, Pete, like, we litty on on the gram or whatever the fuck he was on. And Drew was like, yo, speaking of that, Monet think y'all should probably lay low a little bit. Like, keep it calm just so we don't have no issues online, nigga. And that nigga was like, um, yeah, we'll lay low. First off, he's a fucking idiot. Facts. Um, And the girl next to him had to explain what all the regular all the size were. Nigga, man. facts. So then the nigga, uh, the GTG lead nigga was like, yeah, no, we'll keep it low. And then he pulled his phone out, jumped on live, and then flipped the phone over to Drew. Now, at that point, if I'm Drew. Drew tossed that motherfucking phone. Drew smacked the phone out that nigga hand and stood went, up and went for the blicky. Put his hand on the on the handle, but he ain't pull it. He ain't pull it. You got to pull it. I went to, I watched that shit a bunch of times. Gotta I, I went it, back. Dog. As soon as he went to, when he pulled it, Kane walked up. With a nigga. It was like, as soon as Kane started talking, like, what's up? Yeah. And Kane was right there. Kane keeping an eye on his brother. And the only reason that that shit happened because Kane is known to kill niggas and and do really really fucked up shit. So there's a level of fear. Yeah, I'm just afraid yeah. of what you would physically do to me because yeah. I, I I've seen you chop niggas' feet off and I've been shoot niggas in the head. Yeah, like I Kane think- is really really brash. 
And he like, I dare niggas to tell on me because y'all know who my dad is and y'all know how I get down. Right. Yeah. So um, I think Drew can probably move like that, too, because I can threaten niggas and be like, yo, I'm going to shoot this bitch up. And if y'all say something, I'm going to send my brother through this bitch the next yeah. time. Yeah. He um, But in this case, Drew don't even know Kane is there. Till Kane came up to save the day, like, yo, nigga, it's me. I'm here now. Think about that, though. Yeah. That nigga went that bitch by himself in that motherfucker with the blicky and was about to. Y'all, Drew we wasn't get, up and shit for real. That nigga looked scared to death, bro. No, dog. That Watch nigga that Drew was scared again, to dog. death. Watch dog. that shit again. Drew hand was trembling on that handle, nigga. As soon as that nigga threw that, put that phone, that nigga threw that motherfucker phone, jumped directly in that nigga face. Drew was going to shoot everybody but the GTGs, nigga. Niggas gonna shoot the girl like, oh shit, I ain't mean to. Drew ain't want that smoke. But he did smack the phone out of old boy hand when he showed him he had him on live. And when him and Kane was leaving, Drew grabbed the phone. But then before they fucking left, Kane being Kane, a wild card, pulled the strap, start busting in the air. One of them shots wasn't in the air. One of them was like a straight shot, nigga. I'm like, all right, nigga, Kane actually killed somebody we don't know about. But uh, he start busting in the party just to fucking put the fear in it. We'll find out uh, in season six of Power <laughs> yeah, Ghost too that he shot a fucking stray bullet and killed a nigga. And old girl who was with GTG <laughs> nigga gonna come back and testify. <laughs> Doug, so, I heard his voice. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like Bobby Brown. <laughs> so they run. They lead a party. Get outside, and while they running, they talking shit, and then the cops were outside patrolling. Because apparently the cops are already on to the GTGs for posting online. They let us here. They be posting online. So we already had it on the wire to kind of circle around their neighborhood. Now, wouldn't it be a smarter move to be like, hey, yo, we got some um, some ears inside a police precinct. Um, y'all got some eyes on y'all right now. Y'all need to lay low. Man, that would be smart considering he just told her a week ago he ain't had no news. He ain't know nothing. And she asked him, like, what do you know? Well, I don't even know if it was a week ago. Shit could have been two days ago. Nigga, yeah, facts. Power World, that shit could have been a few hours ago. So, but yeah, Dog had just told her, Mary J, I don't know shit. But fortunately, the two cops that was patrolling, one of them was Ramirez, the one that's fucking Monet. So he got his partner to, like, go the other direction and shit. Like, hey, they went that way. Left the fucking chase alone. But then... He saw that Drew dropped that phone that old boy had, the GTG phone. So he took that shit over to Monet crib and he was like, yo, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but nigga, Kane and Drew came out running. They went up in there, they shot the shit up, and then they dropped this, nigga. And he showed it to her, Monet seen that GTG got Drew dead on the screen, nigga. So if this had been in the wrong hands or if somebody got caught, now y'all family is linked to the GTG in whatever the fuck they doing. Dog. Yeah. I think he said almost because I don't know that he ever actually made it onto the screen. Because I think it's. Oh, no. He, he said, here's what he said. He said that's the same coat that Drew had on. Uh, so it was like the corner of his coat got yeah, caught. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw him running wearing that coat. So that's what he said. Same coat. So basically, he like, yo, I think you need to lay low for a minute. Maybe stop fucking with the GTG or maybe just stop. He said, put your business on pause. Mary J was like, nah, I, I can't do that. that. Um, real quick. I don't ever need to see Mary J tongue kiss a nigga again. Oh, that shit was mad. That shit looked 
disgusting. Nigga. And I love Mary J. I love but nigga. Nah, I don't no more kiss. drama <laughs> and no more kissing Diana no, 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 and no, their no. mama. No, no, I, I physically love Mary J. Yeah, no, Mary <laughs> J is nigga. I was at the Mary J and Nas concert last summer, bopping nigga. But no, nah, this wasn't it, dog. I was very uncomfortable with that kiss. She looked like she ain't kissed a nigga in a while, dog. KC scarred her, nigga, and that other nigga. Um, but she was even nastier than that kiss because she fucked Ramirez that night and then went and fucked Lorenzo the next morning. <laughs> uh, what I didn't think um was that the kids knew about Ramirez. That she said it so fucking calmly to them, didn't she? If it wasn't for Ramirez, something I'm tired of taking favors for him. Oh, so y'all do know about this nigga? Like, huh? Y'all know the cops is fucking your mom. Wonder what dad might say about that. So I wonder if Ramirez and Kane has had a run in. And that's why at first I thought, like, yo, you just can't find out that I was fucking with the cop, nigga. Yeah. But y'all for you to call him Ramirez, y'all know this nigga. Yeah. No, he's a he's and, a household name. And I can't keep taking favors for him means this not the first time. Facts. So I wasn't expecting that revelation. No, nah, I wasn't either, man. Um, I do think. Oh, something else. Uh, we forgot that happened already. So in Tariq's quest to try to get next to Monet, he also asked Diana, "Can I meet y'all?" Da da da. She said, "No, nah, it wasn't a good day." But she had told him, "Maybe at Zeke's game yeah. tomorrow." So Diana and Mary J. Monet they went to the game while they're walking up. Diana's trying to get her mom to let her go to school. She like, why can't I be like Zeke? I'm just as good as him at basketball. This is a storyline I don't need. I didn't need it, but okay. She was like, yo, I'm just as good as him. I'm like, why I can't play ball in college? Mary J was like, motherfucker, for what? For 75000 Nigga, we made that last night. WNBA, she was like, what, you go pro? They make seventy five k max? Like she was like, how's that gonna help the family? She said seventy five bands. I didn't like that. Yeah, it was very y'all trying. Yeah, I y'all like trying with the language. Like when you talking about like a a a, a Scott, not a a salary. I don't never say I make a hundred bands a year. I make hundred thousand a year. Like bam. No, no, you make bands. Um, and bands will make her dance again. That she told her like they make seventy five bands max. How's that gonna help the family, Diana? Like, uh, it ain't about the family. It's about me. She was like, nigga, like Zeke and though, like, nigga, Zeke is my nephew. Yeah, she <laughs> was like, Zeke ain't my child. He my nephew. And if Zeke go to the league, he gonna make seventy five bands a game, nigga. Like, calm down, bro. We gonna launder a hell of money through Zeke. They're already planning to ruin Zeke's career. By the way, that nigga Zeke is be... open up a uh, a barbershop, uh, a restaurant, yeah. a club. Nah. Uh, real estate like he brought he it's gonna be so much dirty Zeke shit. gonna be mike vague nigga all the millions gonna be gone as fuck because he involved in some bullshit but um while they walking up Tariq came up meets him outside the arena and he like yo um monet i just really wanted to thank you for doing that for my mom man i really appreciate you and monet was like yeah it's nothing dog and he was like yo can i sit with y'all at zeke game and then security was like yeah, how can I help you? She was like, yeah, um, I'm here for Zeke Thomas, whatever the fuck that nigga name is. It was like, oh, okay, you the family? How many? She was like, nigga, me and my daughter. Nigga, fuck out of here, Reek. Son this dumbass, nigga. He ain't even have a ticket. He was standing there looking stupid. And Diana was like, sorry, that nigga One, Reek. He was like, how many? Two. Two, nigga. 
That nigga Reek was like, no, it's cool. I got some papers to work on. Yeah, nigga, you got a lot of papers. My nigga, you actually need to be more focused on that. Because if you get kicked out of school, Reek, you and Zeke have to pass. And right now, Zeke ain't doing no work, nigga. He's completely dependent on you. Whole time, this nigga Zeke not even playing, by the way. I don't know how much time I need them to spend on his storyline. Like, I wonder if they're going to try to make, like, what's going to be the involvement? Like, I get it. All right, he got a pass or, or we get kicked out. I can see Zeke sniffing some coke at some point in this episode. He definitely looked like he could do coke. Shout out to the nigga uh, straight out of Detroit. Went to cast. Cool nigga. I seen a picture of, like, all the cast and shit from Power. He has some buffs on. I was like, okay, Zeke. I see you out here repping, dog. But, um, yeah, he looked like he might do some coke. Shout out to the homie uh, French over in the in the Power Thread right now on Facebook who said that Zeke looked like Alina's cousin, partner. He 100% looks like He got that same grill, niggas, to teeth, dog. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I didn't need this much on Zeke's storyline, but, again, because so much of Tariq's staying in college is centered around Zeke, I guess. Like, if he fell, Reek fell, so I get it. But they had a little discourse too uh because that nigga zeke had a paper that he ain't tell reek about till late and reek was like nigga i got a paper do the same time i got my own fucking paper like what is you talking about bro but um yeah speaking of reek's paper let's get into it a little bit more so we already talked about it reek did his paper um he got a no credit on the paper old girl who be kicking it with him in class and shit she got an a she had been telling him like yo why don't you let people help you who want to help you and then she got an A on her paper. So they thought like, oh, okay, this shit finna look good. And then Reek pulled his out. No credit on the joint. The professor came in. Reek like, fam, why you fail me, dog? Nigga was like, fam, I don't grade papers. I'm better than you. I'm white. You black. Like, I don't, you sound like you talking about some chores. Nigga, I don't do chores. Nigga was like, if you want to know who graded your paper, go holla at uh, Ghost Jr. over there. Nigga, James St. Patrick Jr., so Reek went to go talk to old boy and old boy told him, yo, that paper you wrote wasn't the fucking opinion that you stood up there and argued, nigga. And I ain't like you backing down like that. Fam, that's not about your... Yeah, I said what I said. I was know. with it. I wasn't mad at it. And again, I just, I needed... So you, Reek- turn, you turn in your paper in, in, in school, they be like, no, nah, nigga, I think you should have said something different. Fam, how, how good is the work? The opinion is ho-ass, but in this particular case, I need Reek to take losses. Reek having too many wins to be such a hoe ass nigga. Like you killed your dad, bro. I have no love for this nigga still. So I need him to take a loss. So you know what? Fail this paper. If that's going to make you go to class on time and be a better student, nigga, so be it. But I ain't giving you no. And dog even told him like, yeah, no, I hear you, but I'm still not changing your grade on this paper, bro. That shit what? I was with it, dog. Let's talk about dog for a minute. Um, Doggy nasty. He just fucked the other professor lady last week. Reek, uh, who won't call him back? Counselor, she won't call him back. She ain't hitting back. Well, you know, but he got a type. Cause cold. Got... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 cold. Nah, nigga, that nigga's on some light curly head shit. I mean... And uh, he was talking to one of his grad students who was in there, and she was like, "Yo, I read your book." He was like, "Oh, you read raw." The fact that nigga first book was called Raw let me know where this scene was headed off top. Nigga said, you read Raw? She was like, yeah. He was like, you was kind of young to read that, 14? weren't you? She was like, I mean, 
but I, I'm in tune with my body, you know. But I'm grown now. I'm grown now. <laughs> Yo, grad student. She Look, was 24? She was getting that. I mean, she a grad student, so she at least 23. She, she could be 30. Minimum. Who knows? Could be. Grad student, she could be. That motherfucker was about 24, though. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> going to give it what it was, dog. I mean, but look, she was in there. She was talking her shit. She was clearly flirting with the nigga. Nigga, I t- hey, listen. I said no three times. He's t- He did. The nigga did tell her no. While he's in there telling her no, old girl, the other professor who ain't been calling him back, she came to her office to do some work late. I'm gonna say her office man. is right next door to old boy. So she came in. She went in her office. And then when the grad student was finna leave, Dog went over to the door and said, you know what? I know I said no earlier, but... I'm saying, I'm a single man. That was just for uh, consent. Now that I've said no, you can get this dick. And that nigga closed the door hard as hell because old girl heard it next door. And then they got to Ron, nigga. Hey, man, you he brought his you book to sometimes. life, nigga. When you bring your book to the small screen. This woman been in love with me for 20 years, okay? <laughs> nigga, <laughs> that nigga... St- <laughs> I can do whatever the fuck I want in this look, <laughs> in this classroom. <laughs> look, her fourteen year old self <sighs> and my however old I was self, nigga, we've been meant to meet, nigga, and they got it in, dog. That sounded wild, by the way. Yeah, no, nah, he was on that though. <laughs> yeah. He was on his pedophile, nigga. I was just sitting there watching the R. Kelly shit. I was like, oh, okay, he nasty. And uh, he, how old is this? We don't know how old this nigga is. I really, he don't look more than thirty something. Yeah, man. like he got about ten years on it. Yeah, so he was in there. He was runner from the back, and the whole time his ex just next door trying to type her work. <laughs> hey, yeah, should have called me back. Fuck you, want Yo. me to do, nigga? <laughs> it's probably about three, four things I never want to hear, nigga. And one of them is my ex fucking next door, nigga. I just never want to hear that. Like, I ain't even got to have feelings for you, but I just don't want to hear you fucking next door. Especially when they just fucked last episode. So she probably over there feeling used. But, hey, you know what? Yeah, Lesson she, learned here. Text back, nigga. Hey. That's, what, that's what that means. Text back. <laughs> Call me back, nigga, <laughs> please. That nigga was leaving voicemails and shit. Yeah, if I leave you a voicemail, you got to call me back. Or you might hear me niggas fucking next i don't know nigga but he was fucking oh girl got up and left she ain't finished her work she was upset sure that's gonna go somewhere real quick bro um what do you think their purpose is because right now they just extra characters to me nigga like i don't get why we need three professors overseeing Tariq's life nigga like what do you think is gonna happen with her i know you hate old boy uh but like all of them like why I i'm good with the white professor like I, I mean i don't need this extra dynamic yeah the it funeral's over there's no need i mean it ain't like okay she his guidance counselor or whatever like that works that's fine but i don't need her love interest having another extra love interest student that he fucking with it's just weird i don't need it and I'm good with Reek having one professor. Like, I don't need mad niggas professing him, dog. Like, I'm cool. But whatever, man. Um, let's wrap this shit up, man. Reek fucking got to the bag after the party. He got Zeke to bring Auntie Monet over to the dorm. Monet came to pick him up for Sunday dinner. And then when she walked in, she saw Reek and said, Nigga, I thought you told me Reek was gone. That nigga said, look, auntie, he just want to talk for a few minutes, man. Like, give him five. She said, all right, go wait in the car. Reek run up on her. He like, look, 
take this bag. He hand her a bag, got some cash in it. Look like some singles in there. He hit her with the stripper duffel, nigga. I know the stripper duffel. Like, it's a full duffel, but when you count it up, it's like a thousand, nigga. <laughs> like, it ain't shit. And he like, look, how long it take you to make that much money? She was like, like, I, I, like, I ain't hurting for no money. Yeah. And he was like, look, that's 75000 I made that in a couple I hours. I made that in a couple hours. These college students, nigga, I could kill this shit. All I need is a supplier. She said, look, nigga, you need to watch who you think. I like that. Is a criminal. I like that. I like that response. Yeah, I did. Cause fam, one thing you don't know about this drug game is discretion necessary. You talking real like direct, nigga. You could be wired up. This could be a setup, nigga. I don't know what. Cause Reek sounded like the cops. Your Honor, I have no idea why you think I sell drugs. None whatsoever. Who is Ramirez, nigga? I don't know nothing, nigga. But he had a cool angle. Like nigga, I don't need your money. Blah blah blah. He was like, well, if I fall, if I fell. Then, then Zeke, Zeke fails. fails. And, and if Zeke fails, I fail. And he's like, well, nigga, you're doing pretty good for Zeke. But like, and he, we ain't got no money problem. Long story short, he was like, well, what if I can't take care of my mom? Yeah. And because of that, it yeah. started fucking up with this shit with, with Zeke. You need Zeke to, you know what I'm saying? Y'all need Zeke to fucking make it back on the court, which means y'all need me. So you can't cut me out, fam. Sorry. This is a, I think it was a perfect opportunity because of the quote unquote the little tiff she's having with her husband. Yeah. Um and her, her wanting to be independent. It was good timing. And she wanna run shit. She on her Tasha. And like in real life, nigga, I want the money. Mm-hmm. And if you like I know that I can get a lot of fucking money here. Yeah. <laughs> so So but just like when Tasha tried to go behind Ghostback and start laundering money um with Tommy and Keisha and they was doing a side thing. You don't fucking like I get it. You having an issue with your husband. Y'all ain't on the same page right now regarding your involvement. I understand. But don't fuck the bag up, dog. And right now, when it comes to trying to go behind the head niggas back, you putting the shit at risk, especially fucking with a little dumb nigga like Reek. But she on her shit and she want to prove she can run these streets the same way that uh, Lorenzo had just told her she couldn't. So. She told Reek, hey, you know what? I'm going to take this bag. We're going to see how it go. I don't know you, but we're going to see how it go. Nigga, she kept stressing, nigga, I don't know you, bro, but we're going to see. And she told him, um, yo, or no, she had told her daughter, like, or Zeke, everybody who fuck with dog end up around either dead or in jail, nigga. I was like, damn, like all the good black men, huh? Dead or in fucking jail. Look what Reek doing all the good black men. But told that nigga, hey. You know what? We'll do something, man. I'm going to get in touch with you, nigga. Keep an eye on your phone. Then uh, the nigga phone start ringing. It was Tasha. She was like, oh, that's your mom, huh? Go ahead and talk to her. I know how I feel when my kids miss my call. So, Reek grabbed the phone, talked to Tasha. Tasha fucking worried. She like, nigga, this mock trial went horrible. I'm going to fucking prison, nigga. Fucking sell drugs again, nigga. I don't give a fuck. Give me out of here. Give, give Davis whatever he wants. She is literally all over this nigga Reek being in the streets now. So you want me to give Davis $450,000? $50, nigga, if Reek make $450,000 in a couple months, I'm selling drugs next week. God damn it. Nigga, if Reek makes 450000 in the Powerverse, which means it's going to be over the course of three weeks, he's going to make four hundred fifty k, And that's when this podcast 
will be a front. We are going to launder money through this fucking pod, nigga. I'm telling y'all now, bro. But um, then Mary J called Lorenzo, dog. And uh, they had their final little convo. And that's when she told the nigga straight up, like, this nigga is leverage. <laughs> this nigga's leverage, dog. We going to use him. We going to see what we can fucking get out of this nigga, man. And uh, now that Lorenzo knows your mom is in here with me, magically, we both in MCC. I'm about to use your mom. I'm about to utilize. And if you don't do what yeah. I tell you, I'm killing your kid. And he called Re- or called Tasha and told her that straight up. Like, yo, I'm, your son's working for me now. I see you in here maneuvering, trying to get people on your team inside of prison. Mm-hmm. So guess what? While your son out there working for me um, through these motherfucking colleges, you about to be out here working for me inside of prison. Yep. And guess what? Either one of y'all fucked his bag up. I'm killing the did. other. He did. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna t- Reek. If you fuck up, I'm gonna kill your mom in prison because I can get there. Facts. And if you fuck up out here, I'm gonna kill your son because I'm gonna kill you and him because you playing with my most. You playing, play, play, play. And that's what it was, man. Power episode six or three, whatever fucking ep- power. Ghost two, book two, episode three. That's what it was, man. Let us know what y'all thought. I watched the preview. It looked like next week Tasha told Reek, go ahead and get a gun. If you're going to be selling, you need protection. Like, she really buying into this nigga Reek being in the streets right now. Um, I called it already, and I'm saying it again just as a reminder because it looks like it's going to happen, and I don't want it to. If Tasha is still locked up past episode four, you got to be in there. No well, she coming. has. No, it's nothing coming up whatsoever. So clear, she'll probably be in there most of the season, it looks like. That looks like the angle. It ain't been two weeks yet. Like, if they got. But see, I said the same thing about Ghost when he was in MCC and he got out episode four. So, but Tasha but and Ghost. Ghost was the You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Tasha and I Ghost. Um, but all that to say. They starting to drag that a little bit. Like, I like what they did with Tamika. I like where they seem like they're trying to go with trying to get her I on the team. I need Tasha to be in prison. I don't. Because when she out, then what? I don't. I don't fucking know. I ain't right to shit. No, she but gotta be. that whole angle, in, not even her being in prison, the whole fucking, is she going to be guilty or not? Like, when we go to trial, what's going to happen? I'm just, I'm tired of, like, fam, we know what she did. We know what she didn't do. We know y'all clearly not going to let her fucking get found guilty. I already know all of this, I dog. I don't know that. Man, they ain't letting Tasha go to prison, man. Reek gonna save the day. He gonna come through with 450 racks worth of pill That's money. Just the, I mean, the, I, I don't know that, though. He gonna save the day. I already see where this shit going, dog. If they don't do it, I'll walk it back. But right now, I already know where they headed. So that's why I'm like, man, y'all could chill with all these fucking courtroom drama shit. But all in all, cool episode, man. Three buffs or three woods from me, three and a half woods from Jay. Let us know what y'all thought, man. Go join all the socials. This Week in Culture, Power Book 2, Episode 3, Ghost. This Week in Culture, Episode 121. We out.